Welcome in. You're listening to the official Basement Fort podcast. Watch full episodes at youtube.com slash basementfort with new episodes dropping every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. This episode is supported entirely by the generous support of our patrons. Let's dive in. Wow, how you doing today? I feel great. Yeah, you do? Yeah, I feel like I slept good. Okay. I felt like everything I needed in terms of being ready to adventure Wow. prepped me. Good dreams. That's good. Good dreams and mental prep mental preparation starts with <laughs> Dreaming good. <laughs> dreaming good and sleeping good. Yes, dreaming good, sleeping good. That's great. A lot it's of inspiration up mm-hmm. in your nog. Yeah. It, sh- some of it may have to do with like being stressed out um, that I don't remember the right lines after being subbed in last minute to the school play. Oh. That was one of the dreams, but oh. I crushed it. Oh, good. You know. Good. I'm glad you crushed it. You can improvise giants in the sky. Yeah. Um, well. Yeah. It's on time, so it's a little hard to. When you're way up there and you look around and the all that's left is the things you have. <laughs> Little more than a chance is enough to show you where the beans are. Yeah! <laughs> Guys, <laughs> he's ready. He's ready. He's ready. Speaking of ready. <laughs> are we? We are, and so are Pim and Dirk, because they have a very important meeting ahead of them. Yeah. Wait, we should recap what happened last. Yeah. Do we remember what happened last? Yes, we did. So in the capital of the Havens. Yes. Windhaven. Yes. The crown jewel, the metropolitan center of the Ironlands. Yes. Pim and Dirk find themselves as they were trying to gather information mm-hmm. as to the whereabouts of a roguish figure from mm-hmm. Pim's past. Named Arthelius Torn. They have Torn. reason to believe that he is in Windhaven. Mm-hmm. Um, Pim had been wanting to go there for a while yeah. and it just so happened that their next destination from Borwood would be Windhaven. They ask around to no avail. Mm. People don't haven't really seen the guy even though it, it seems like this band of pirates he was a notorious figure. Yeah. People kind of knew about him, mm-hmm. right? But it appears to have gone uh, whether in hiding, we don't really know. His, Can't find his, him. his whereabouts aren't able to find. Pim and Dirk move down to the docks of mm-hmm. Windhaven to Kind of as common sense would have it. Is his boat there? Is his dang boat there? Where's the boat? Maybe the boat's there. In searching around for the boat, unfortunately, Pim is spotted by a figure that recognizes her, mm-hmm. Kadroth. Whoa. And recognizes her as a former member of Arthelius Torrens' band. Mm-hmm. Negotiations don't go terrific. No. And soon the Windhaven Guard are alerted that a member of the notorious Arthelius Torn's pirate gang is skulking about the docks. Right. Right. And they have to make a getaway and they decide to make the chaotic choice. Mm -hmm. Uh, Always. You have to. They steal a dinghy. (laughs) There's one dinghy. A sloop. Uh, Yes. And they steal it. Mm -hmm. And 
I mean, s- somehow the docks get exploded. How yeah, do the docks somehow, get exploded? Somehow. <laughs> uh, Pim, thinking quickly, grabs a spare stick of dynamite, some <gasps> explosive element, uh-huh. and thinking that the one-sailed vessel needs a bit of a boost, uh-huh. chucks it on the dock. <laughs> That's right. It explodes. The uh-huh. shockwave of the explosion boosts the sail forward, and the mm-hmm. ship gets a nice head start. Yeah. They are pursued yeah. by the Windhaven Guard. Mm-hmm. They have had time to grab their own ship, mm-hmm. but luckily, due to some fog, f- weather climates, a thick layer of fog is able to conceal Pim and Dirk. Mm-hmm. They make their way on the ship to a nearby cove where, as fortune would have it, they come across a moored ship. Yes. That Pim recognizes. Mm-hmm. That is Arthelius Torn's ship. They make their way to the beach, mm-hmm. unseen. Yep. Um, there's no one out on the on the ship itself, so we have reason to believe it's dinner time. Perhaps yeah. they might be in the mess hall, wining and dining. Mm-hmm. Um, but they decide to uh, reconvene on this beach mm-hmm. and figure out a plan. The plan yeah. is that Dirk's going to come up with a distraction if needed. If needed, because it went great last time. Yeah. Uh, and Pim is going to take the dinghy uh, to a porthole mm-hmm. where she knows uh, is the captain's quarters. Mm-hmm. And she's going to try to <laughs> grapple up this boat, yeah. um, break in through the porthole, mm-hmm. and have a one-on-one with Torn. Yes. Alone. So we rejoin Pim aboard the dinghy. Oh, my gosh. The good ship dinghy. <laughs> It's like ding and then e, mm-hmm. like ding hyphen e. The, is is what the name she's given it? Yeah, it's 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 painted on the side of the dinghy. It's like ding e. She's floating there on the dinghy, mm-hmm. the very damaged sloop uh-huh. that, from the explosion, from the chaos, yeah, holes ripped through the sails. Yeah, it is dusk. Uh-huh. Light is very low. Mm-hmm. You can hear a slight din. A muffled din. Yeah. As Pim begins to sail toward the ship mm-hmm. of crew members sitting down for their evening meal. Mm-hmm. Or at least that's what it sounds like. Yeah. Commotion inside the ship. Mm-hmm. The thick fog continues to like move about the small cove that they're in. Mm-hmm. And Pim's in, I would say, about eight feet, eight or nine feet of water. Okay. And all around her are thick boulders and shoreline uh-huh. into a more th- where the cove starts to get a bit more thickly wooded. Okay. And in front of her about like coming into vision 20 feet high up in the air mm-hmm. is the deck of this ship mm-hmm. as she begins to corner around the four the port side four aft yeah. Oh, port starboard. Uh huh. She, she's coming she's around, coming around the, the nose. Port. Oh, the front of it to port side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's doing that. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so impressed. You know that. What does Pim like to do? Uh, so I believe that Pim would have 
Him would have reason to believe that there is a ladder or some way to get up instead of just like going for it. So mm-hmm. let's say that there is a ladder. Okay. Um, it is a rope ladder. It is, n- we have no idea if it's been checked for safety recently. Mm-hmm. Um, it also, you know, obviously waves are um, apt to, you know, lap up against it and decay, <laughs> decay it. So, I mean, it she comes doesn't across seem like- this soppy, waterlogged, barnacle-filled, what looks like a playground ladder that time and punishment by sea. Obviously, if this thing is dangling from a porthole, they don't roll it back up (laughs) when it goes off. Just kind of so chills it's, there. It's slick. It's covered in seaweed, <laughs> barnacles. It's a nasty looking ladder. It's gross. It's gross. Um, but she's going to, she takes the rope from the dinghy mm-hmm. and ties it to the rope ladder so that the dinghy doesn't float away. Yep. Um, and she begins to scale up. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to know, okay, so let's say I successfully get to where what I think is the window to the captain's quarters. Yep. I want to ask the Oracle if the window's locked. Okay. Right? Yeah. That's a normal thing to ask. Should we ask the Oracle if this is even the correct window, or have you established that Pym just has that in her memory? I think Pym has that in her memory. Love I it. think she would know. She spent a good many years aboard this ship. I, I like think it. she would know the the architecture. I feel like this is gonna be a seventy five percent locked. Oh damn! Really? Okay. I yeah, mean, I agree. The it's... window right to the captain's quarters on a on a yeah. pirate ship. Yeah, I think it's gonna be locked too. All right. So, <laughs> first roll of the game. First roll. Are you excited? Yeah. <laughs> so we'll say seventy six or above. That bad boy's unlocked for you. <sighs> oh boy! Here we go. No, it is locked. Fat locked. Shoot. So, she very very silently and mm-hmm. carefully mm-hmm. Um, lifts her fingers uh, on the rim of the porthole and it's not budging. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's say she hasn't made any sound, mm-hmm. um, but she can tell the damp, the darn thing mm-hmm. is locked. Mm-hmm. Um, Pim won't even curse in the back of her head. She won't. <laughs> oh no, she does. <laughs> she does. Um, so I'm going to try to look inside. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see if I can see anything inside. Cool. Um, clearly light is emanating from inside. Yep. Um, but I want to know, should it, should it be like a face danger if I'm looking inside trying not to be seen? I wonder. It's, I would say we could do either or. We yeah. could do... We could do gather information. Yeah. We can ask the oracle. Uh-huh. Face danger doesn't sound to me like you're doing some sort of risky maneuver. No. Yes, you're trying not to be seen, but... Yeah. I'm going to gather information. I think the face danger would have been clambering up the yes. ladder. Right. But we've established that she skillfully did that without being seen. So this is Correct. gathering information, I believe. Okay. Awesome. So, of course, it's plus wits, which is great. <laughs> Which is always great. If you play Iron Sworn, don't put a one in wits. <laughs> just don't do it. Just don't do it. Even if it makes sense for your character, just don't you can, do it. We can also do a... Um, it could be asking, advantage. Asking the Oracle if he's even there. What's... Well... If you can envision a secure and advantage for how you're going to unlock the window. Mm-hmm. And then to make next move unlocking the window. Yeah. How about... Let's just do a yes, no if he's even there. Love it. Because obviously if he's there, she's just going to have to tap on the window and he's going to have to let her in. Mm-hmm. It's just the way that it's got to be. <laughs> uh, a 50-50. Yes, no, is he even there? Okay. 
Um, low no. Is that a hundred? That's a hundred. He's there. He's definitely there. He's super, there. super there. Ping Great. gazes in kind of the, what she can make out through this obscure sea crust laden. Nobody's Windex this porthole <laughs> since the ship was created. Uh-huh. Taking, you know, a little bit of the linen cloth from inside one of her gauntlets trying to... <gasps> She sees inside a long desk, mm -hmm. low candlelight, lantern light mm -hmm. around an office, and a beautiful, tall, fur-lined chair Oh, with its three-quarter turned away from the window. Ooh. And she sees uh, a figure... Uh, with a dinner plate in front of it on the desk, what looks to be fiddling with a bone, uh, presumably from something the figure had just eaten. Uh huh. Uh, and the chair turns, mm -hmm. and picking his teeth with the bone, <laughs> Pym recognizes as Arthelius Torn, the notorious pirate. What does uh, Pym see of the appearance appearance of Torn through this window? He has long brown hair that has been matted over mm. the years. Mm -hmm. I mean, man doesn't. I mean, pirates like yeah. when 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 do you come into contact with fresh water? Which <laughs> and there's a culture really. There's a no sure. bathing culture. Um, it's almost like insulting to, yeah. to bathe. Mm. You know, bathing's become a a joke yeah. uh, punishment for when one of the pirates <laughs> complain too much or get too stinky, they yeah. they suds him up, yeah, and then they just drag him behind the ship for a while. Yeah, like your body odor is a sense of pride <laughs> on this ship. That's it shows your station how much of a veteran you are. Oh sure, mm -hmm. yeah. The more you stink, and it's really like your own personal brand. Yep. It's like you know you can. You can smell someone coming, mm -hmm. and you know precisely who they are. Really, it's a security measure. It is, absolutely. Um, if someone doesn't smell, they know it's an intruder. <laughs> um, so really, it's, it's great there. Um, he wears a three-corner hat mm. uh, that has been just, just weather-worn through the ages. The leather um, is worn. Uh, I guess it's a leather hat, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure, it's a leather hat. <laughs> uh, the leather is, is worn on the three corners, um, he, uh, you know, he has a ruffled, uh, was once white, mm -hmm. uh, but now is a, a rather putrid shade of brown, <laughs> <laughs> shirt, yeah. um, with ruffly sleeves. Yeah. Uh, he has, um, he has two pistols. Nice. Uh, with wooden handles, mm. um, on his, I don't know what you want to call it. A holder. Yeah. With leather straps. Um, black pants mm -hmm. and, of course, knee-high pirate boots. Uh, of course. Uh, he has one gold tooth oh, right here. Yeah, right yeah. Right on the canine. Yeah. And I think he did that cosmetically. I don't mm -hmm. think he, like... <laughs> I think I think that's for show, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, that is Arthelius Torn. Mm -hmm. So, is he turned away? He... He's he, facing... He was facing away. Mm-hmm. 
he turned toward the window looking down, picking his teeth mm -hmm. so that Pim could make out and confirm that it's him. Okay. And now he has since turned back. He has fashioned himself a bit of a swivel chair. Uh-huh. And is now facing away from the window. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, Pim has no other choice but to knock on the window. Oh, boy. I think that's... Right? I mean... There's a there's a sealed porthole. Yep. I could keep going up to the deck of the ship. Mm -hmm. I just think maybe find more resistance that way. I could. Yeah. Okay. I'm an intruder. Yeah. I don't I don't know if these if the mates on this ship are the same mates as, you know, when I sailed with them. So I will say three years this ago. sounds like a face danger attempting something risky. Yeah. Or reacting to an imminent threat. Envision your action and roll. Does it sound like what? What's the danger, though, that he would be hostile? Because all I'm doing is knocking on a window. That's fair. And he could open it. Okay. I'm going to knock on the window. All right. I'm not going to roll on that. Uh -huh. I'm just going to. Pim, like, says a curse word under her, her breath, and she just can't believe that she has to do this and that, you know, unfortunately, the window is locked. But <laughs> here we are. And she wants private audience with him so this is what she's gonna have to do yeah she takes her knuckles she takes a deep breath and she knocks uh immediately the chair swivels around and torn has two pistols drawn and trained mm -hmm. on the window uh-huh immediately and pim ducks she ducks out of sight she of ducks the window out of sight. uh torn uh takes slow steps toward the window. Um, is the window open at this point or it's still shut? It's still shut. He has to open it. He yeah. has to unlock it and open it himself. Um, he does that. Mm -hmm. Undoes the latch on the top and bottom uh -huh. of this brass-rimmed porthole window mm -hmm. to the captain's quarters. Uh, swings it open. Mm -hmm. uh, and with pistol-trained... Uh, to the outside looks peaks one eye at an angle out of the ship mm -hmm. pim sees his long matted hair start to dangle out of the windowsill does he have a beard yeah of course his salt and pepper beard also <laughs> stretching out as he looks without making a sound and oh, there's so many things i could do here <laughs> i Okay. Okay. Yeah. I Oh yeah, thanks for starting the timer. You got it. Um I I I think Okay, okay, okay. Steg leaps out of yep. of her pocket right here. Um Steg leaps out of Pim's pocket. Mm -hmm. Um sweet little mechanical frog and he hops up. Um he basically like hops up the ladder. Mm -hmm. Um and hops right onto his beard. He like latches onto his beard. Yeah. And out of him, he breathes out an, a special agent. Some kind of weird powder comes out of Steg. <gasps> like that. And a plume of smoke and causes Arthelius Torn to retreat. <clears throat> and we hear a little bit of rustling and a little bit of struggle. And Lancer then, knocked over yeah, a little bit a little of like a, a stubbed shin on a table leg. And then he, ah. we hear a thump. Mm -hmm. And with that resounding thump, mm -hmm. Pim comes up and crawls through the window 
Mm-hmm. And Arthelius Torrin is knocked out. Unconscious? <laughs> I think he's gone to sleep. Okay. For a second. All right. The unconscious Arthelius Torn on the floor of his captain's quarters. Uh, a drool coming out of his mouth. Whatever this this agent was, this gaseous, fumous yeah. agent put him out. Yeah. Whether that put him out or he clanged his head on one of his low-hanging lanterns, <laughs> something, something we don't happened. really know. So Pim works very quickly. Mm. Um, she shuts the, the window so that there could be no sound. She locks the captain's quarters um, door. Mm-hmm. Uh, she also puts an ear to the door and confirms that the entire crew is uh, still dining. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a raucous, there's maybe someone playing a flute. Um, they're having a great time. <laughs> I mean, they're moored in a cove i mean they they successfully are, there's no heat on them they're, they're getting able, hammered they're getting hammered they are mm. able to really enjoy themselves mm. um pim then uh uh i, I want to see if there's a way to tie him up okay um so what should i just like 50 50 if there's like some rope around yeah you can also uh check your gear yeah as well yeah, I'm going to check my gear for some rope. Love it. And I roll against supply, right? Yep. So it's like... You actually add your supply to the roll. Is oh, your add. oh, great. Yep. And what's the what's the modifier on check your gear? Mm-hmm, oh, it's that's the modifier. It's plus three. Yeah. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to check my gear for some rope. Um, I don't have rope. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Looking around, uh, Pim sees so many decorative uh like the finest spoils taken from Mm. years of being the most notorious pirate band on the eastern coast of the iron lands yeah and looking around she sees uh this these fine silken robes Mm -hmm. in the shape of you would almost describe it as like a toga on a mannequin in Uh the corner of the room yeah uh, and it's this beautiful purple silk, a dye she's not cut, like Ooh. familiar seeing, um, yeah. but can only assume Torn was able to scrounge from some sort of wealthy trading ship. Yeah. Ripping the toga off of the mannequin, she is able to successfully bind Torn to his ornate captain's chair. She also takes his two guns. Mm-hmm. She takes his two guns and um, she decides, okay, he seems sufficiently, mm-hmm. you know, uh, bound. Yep. And she uh, lets, she like nods to Steg. Steg climbs over and starts licking his cheek mm-hmm. like this. And while we wait for him to awaken, uh-huh. Arthelius Torn. We pan focus to Dirk. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> on the beach. Oh no. Who, looking at the ship, has just been counting one Ironlander, two Ironlander, three Ironlander, four Ironlander. Just going over again and again in his head what the plan was, what the situation was. Heard nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't heard, think anybody heard anything, Heard really. nothing. Yeah. All seems to be going good. Yeah. And then just continues to sit where the dinghy launched from, uh-huh. out of sight behind a boulder, and watch 
ready to take action as soon as he's needed. Mostly nude from the waist up. Really trying to stay out of sight. A nude man trying to be inconspicuous. <laughs> a huge nude man on a shoreline. We pan back. We smash cut back. Mm-hmm. Torn begins to rustle mm-hmm. to Steggs. And Pim cocks, uh, she doesn't cock the guns, but she trains both guns on him. Good morning. (sighs) The long lost lamb finds the flock once again. Wow. Suppose you didn't expect to see me, did you? I guess not this soon, Red, no. Not quite so soon. Is this really necessary? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is, because um, I've got a lot to ask you, and I don't want you skipping town again like you did last time. How long has it been? Oh, I don't know, three years? Hmm. Now, here's what you're going to do for me. I have questions to ask you, and you're going to answer them. If I notice that you're skirting the questions, let's just say I don't know what these guns are going to do. Hmm. And why shouldn't I... Just holler real loud and get the attention of all of my crew. Because then you'll be dead. And I have an escape. And I have backup. So be it. Right. First of all, I can't believe you sold me out. (laughs) Do you realize that they took me? They took me for two years trying to make them figure out what to do with this black iron. Do you realize that you sold me out to them? Sold you out. Sold you out. Sounds so far that everything was according to the agreement that we set down. Three years seems a little bit long, but... Now, remind me again what agreement was. Hmm. Well, (sighs) did they hurt you? Did they treat you poorly? They didn't hurt me, no, but they kept me captive. And they wouldn't let me go. Had I known that was on the table. (sighs) Okay. I'd been in dealing with this group that took you. It's their main supplier of the main good they wanted. Starforged black iron. Yeah, sure. As they called it. And uh, it came to a point where I saw that the agreement could become a bit more beneficial for myself and my crew. Business has been a little light 
You were bored. You knew. You saw it. We were struggling. And we came to an accord. A temporary contractual business relationship is what we came to. You would work for them, supply your aptitude for tinkering, your knowledge of things mechanical. They had an interest in you. And Arthelius Torn's band of pirates would be their exclusive distributor of the many goods they need. Starforged Black Iron. I'd get a bigger cut of the pie. You would work for them for a year and then come on back. None of that was explained to me. Not a word. All that I knew was that I was to go with them or else lose my life. And it ended up being two years and the only way that I could escape, the only way that I could escape was by escaping. Do you want a drink of something? Would you like some wine? I was just sitting down to some No! Dinner. Would you like any... Honestly, you know, we have been eating quite well. We had filet mignon this evening. Delicious. She cocks both guns. I don't have much time here. Red, you're upset. I see that. You feel cheated. You feel... Like, I haven't been forthright with you. Uh, but as I feel I don't have to explain, things move fast, both in the Ironlands and in business. And you see an opportunity, you have to act on that opportunity. They kept me there for two years, forcing me to do experiments on this metal. And I lied to them. I told them I can't do it. I forcefully botched the experiments because they're bad, Arthelius. They're bad. They want to use this black iron for evil. A business partner with a pirate band had some nefarious dealings? I'm sorry. We were starving. The crew's well-being was my responsibility, and it was in danger. We needed more money, more supplies, or 30 men were going to be on their ass. Out of work, out of a roof over their head. This was the opportunity handed to me. And I'm sorry I didn't take the time to go over the ins and outs with you. But as you know, when you took the opportunity to climb aboard my ship and get a life for yourselves, life isn't always fair. The Ironlands aren't fair. Fine. Now you sneak aboard my ship and point a gun at my face and make demands of me after I gave this life to you. Regardless, let's just say we're even. All right? Hmm. You owe me, I owe you. We're even. Now, 
I believe you know something. <laughs> Aren't we? Because like, oh, see, you took me in. I was just doing the math in my head but of I even typically means that everything is settled and by... nobody owes anyone anything, right? <laughs> but by the by the same property, <laughs> if we both equally owe each other, that's equally even in the parlance of business negotiations. You're right, keep going. Regardless, I feel like you know something about your former business contact. First of all, why are you not dealing with them anymore? We take new business opportunities where no, we can No, there's a reason and you need them. to tell me why. We need things slow down, things ebb and flow. It's a bit of a gully right now for our operation, but and she puts one of the guns under his chin. There's a reason why you stopped dealing with them. Tell me why. It's no surprise. You're astute enough to observe. A pirate captain doesn't make a lot of coin being holed up in a cove near nothing. We should be making shipping runs. We should be out there earning. After you began working for them, things were good. Coin was flowing in from this client. We were making longer runs with more and more Starforged Black Iron for them. They got too demanding. They started to want more. And this went from... You see, when I do business with someone, I'm looking for a rising tide. It should lift all ships. Thank you for loosening my bonds so that I can gesticulate. <laughs> Just enough. I'll lower them down now. <laughs> they started to get the idea that I not only worked for them, I served them. We had a negotiation. They sent one of their emissaries. I was disgruntled. The pay was starting to dry up. The runs started getting too frequent. And we were low on supplies and energy. They demanded too much. I had to renegotiate the terms of our arrangement. They didn't see it the same way. And the few men I had brought all of a sudden were trained upon by armed men, but something was different about them. There was no reasoning with them. What do you mean? We, we stared into them and it looked as though nothing was looking back. This emissary made it clear that if we didn't continue to serve them on their terms, 
That would be the last ride for Arthelius Torn and his merry band of pirates. Of course, I didn't see it that way. And nobody has a one-sided negotiation with Arthelius fucking Torn. You said there was something weird about them. Did you notice... Anything about their eyes? From what I could see, nothing. Not nothing weird. Nothing. Blackness. Complete blackness. Is there any chance you could pass me my goblet of wine? The, the dried meat is very... I'm having like a cottonmouth situation right now. She just obliges because she needs him to keep talking. And she knows that with alcohol, he will continue. Captain's a bit thirstier than that. You. You don't want any. You're sure. I'm sure. This is 85 years old. (laughs) We knocked off a merchant vessel a while back. Stick to the task at hand. Tasks of this stuff. Now. Have it your way. Like I said, we resisted. There was a fight. I lost two good men. And a young greenhorn that honestly we shouldn't have brought with us. And we've been on the run ever since. From them? Yeah. They have... Whatever this business is, they need a lot of Starforge Black Iron. And I don't know how they're sourcing it now. Some poor bastards out there getting taken for a ride, probably like I was. Where were your contacts from? Where were they reporting in and out of? Word got to me, since we've been hiding out, that their main operation, and Red, you're not going to like this, and I'm not lying to you, so just know that, and I know that fiery temper of yours can get out of hand from time to time deep in the Veiled Mountains. This isn't me telling you to go piss off to some mountain expedition and not bother me for another three years, though I'd like that. They're holed up in the Veiled Mountains. Look. I can get Emotional when someone I haven't seen in years has my own pistols trained on me. I'm sorry. Do you know? Do you understand? Things in business, things in business, they're gray. We operate in the gray. Sure, it's just business. It's just business. It's not personal. And from what they assured me, you were going to work for them for a year, maybe two. 
Hell, three years doesn't seem so bad, grand scheme of things, you're young. That's water under the bridge. I have one last question, and then I'll be going on my way. And that is, do you know what they're up to? Do you have any knowledge of why they want all the black iron? And as you, as Pym asks that, faint, but in the background, you hear... Answer quickly, because I've got to go. Deal with that. Uh, is this some... Um... You need to answer me right now, she says. Sweat dripping off of her temple as she realizes that everyone is going to hear. Oh, the sirens The din begins to <laughs> no! become no! a little bit more of like a... Confused. It begins to quiet down. And the raucous laughter and drinking becomes just listening. You're going to answer my question. I'm going to get you out of those binds and you're going to tell your crew there's nothing to see above decks. Do you understand? And then we'll forget any of this happened. Kind of sounds like whoever that is has some talent. I, I, okay. The nature, the exact nature of their operation. I've got no clue. They've, they're in the Veiled Mountains. They need a ton of this Starforged Black Iron. Their emissary that they sent was creative. It was some weird, zealot-level, fanatical stuff. Whatever this order is, they see a new way of doing things in these Ironlands. And they needed impossible amounts of that substance to do what they were doing. And then Dirk begins belting. <laughs> fine, fine. I've got to go. And she like takes her dagger and she cuts all the cuts the expensive purple silk fabric that he's tied up with. Um, she says, "Tell your crew." There's nothing to see. Uh, she stag put, uh, hops back into her pocket and she goes down the rope. Quickly, uh, as she descends down the rope, Torn grabs her forearm really quick. And he looks at her and he goes, be careful, Red. And then he lets her go and ducks back in. And she, um, you know, slows her. She's like basically fire pulling down. Uh, this this rope and she gets insane rug burn mm -hmm. from mm -hmm. it plops down in the dinghy and starts rolling starts rowing is in sight of Dirk Dirk is treading water <laughs> in the in the like lagoon cove <laughs> in front of the ship uh -huh. a couple of crew members have now gotten to the top deck and are looking <laughs> out and she sees Dirk treading with just his legs going like Oh, <laughs> he's undone his hair so that it flows down in front of his chest. <laughs> uh, but seeing Pim, <clears throat> he's singing, he's feeling the vibes, and then goes, oh. 
and then just like <laughs> begins to like tread water back <laughs> toward the shoreline. Um, Pim is, uh, and clearly, obviously, people have come out onto the ship to what see what's sound? going on. What was that sound? And they're looking, and and Pim is rowing, and they're clearly so, both. It sounded beautiful. And they both like turn back to the ship and kind of wave, and Pim kind of waves. Are there maidens? Did you hear maidens out there? <laughs> come to us at last. We can party. Oh, no, we're not hostile. It's just, you know, he's a traveling... Actually, you know what? He's a little touched. He's, he's been a little bit too close to uh, the ethers, as it were. Glad I found him. <laughs> uh, and immediately seeing Pim addresses these crew members? Oh, maybe not. They... <laughs> <laughs> Well, they see, right? Yeah. They see both of them. Mm-hmm. She's in a dinghy uh, Pim, off the side of the ship. Pim uh, addressing the crew members. They start sprinting about the top of the deck, and uh-huh. a couple of them pull uh, pistols out, and they train them on Pim. And then Torn appears on the deck of the ship and says, Stay your guns, mateys. Stay mm-hmm. your guns. Mm-hmm. Just waving goodbye to an old friend. Mm. And because they have to follow his orders, they put their pistols back. And Torn gives one arm up mm-hmm. as him dress Dirk kind of like belly fish, like belly flops mm-hmm. his way onto the dinghy. Uh, and they both row to shore, uh, go into the brush unseen, and the crew members retire to their quarters. Oh, oh it's a close shave. It was. Ooh. I wish we had a better plan because. No, that worked. Well, I, that. I mean. Yes, it was a good distraction, but I actually didn't need Thank one. You. Oh. It's all right. You were beautiful. Sorry. You sounded great. It just seemed like a long time. It did. It seemed I like know. a long time, and I didn't want to. I, I didn't know if they had, like, kept you captive or whatever. Of course. And I appreciate it. Mm. And we got some information, at least. Okay. But we ought to go farther deep in here and make camp for the night. Okay. You think we can stay in the same cove? They're not going to... Well, they let you go, so... I mean, and we see that there's woodlands mm-hmm. um, beyond this cove. There's some, you know, rocky cliffs, but there are clear woodlands yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, heading thick north. Thick island brush. Yeah, thick island brush mm-hmm. heading north. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think we should go this way. I think we should head north for just a couple of paces. All right. Um, and then... I would camp. like Dirk to secure us an advantage before we make a make camp roll. Okay. Cool. Uh, leveraging wild blood. Yes. Yep. Uh, so he's going to secure an advantage. Let's see if we can fashion some sort of lean-to out of some of these tropical trees. Uh, Great. I'm going to start chopping up some stuff here. Great. Let me get my tray ready. Uh-huh. Stand by, stand by, stand by, stand get by. Get your tray by, ready. By. Tracking. It matters. Oh. I did not secure you an advantage. Nope, not at all. <laughs> totally fine. Is there there are consequences though? You have to pay the price. Uh <laughs> do I My assumptions betray you. Pay the price. I mean Well. Uh Dirk. I let's... will uh I can roll on this too. Yeah, roll on that. I Love have no it. idea. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh Oh, wait, no, no. That's the wrong dice to roll for this. This is a D100. Got it. 40. Mm-hmm. 
the current situation worsens. Worsens? We're not able to make camp? All I was trying to do was make camp. <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't secure us an advantage. All right. So, so in you just wandering, didn't secure an advantage. In wandering around this yeah. cove, Dirk is unable to find some nice open clearing flat mm. ground to make a fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, and overhead, clouds begin to form. Oh, boy. And Crap. Rain begins to plummet down. Mm-hmm overhead so Pim immediately looks to the cliffs and hopefully there's a cave Mm -hmm. or like just a little bit of an outcropping yeah she looks there is one Mm -hmm. um so we're gonna choose to make camp there cool um you know there's there's basically a a bunch of rock that Mm -hmm. is kind of overhanging um and they're able to take shelter for the night Mm -hmm. we're gonna roll and make camp it's cool because I was wet anyway from being in the water so it's fine yeah thanks for the help (laughs) Um, and <laughs> let's see, we're going to roll against, roll plus supply. Here we go. That's a weak hit. Nice. So, um, we choose one and cool. I think we can choose, we share this. So I think we both need health, don't we? I do. You super need health, right? Yes. So yeah, plus one health for Thank both of us. Thank you. Yep. Heck yeah. Helpful. Helpful. Um... And they make... And Dirk is going to, from that miss, take a hit to his momentum on the gather information. Um, no, on the secure and advantage? Yeah, secure and advantage. Yeah, sorry. Okay, if you want to. Um, okay, so uh, they do manage to gather some brush very quickly uh, mm-hmm. before the rain can get to it mm-hmm. um, and are able to create a modest fire with uh, Pim's flint, mm-hmm. little flint spark machine. Mm-hmm. Underneath the glow of the fire over this rocky outcropping, they've dried off, and uh, Dirk uh, looks at Pim. How did it go in there? How do you feel? Well, there's something I didn't really tell you about my past, besides the fact that I was a pirate for a while. Yeah. There. Oh my god. Okay, so did he meet Glacierbeard? What did he say about Glacierbeard? And she just like looks at him so sadly. I didn't ask him about Glacier Beard. Or the, um, any encounters with the Kraken or, um. No Kraken, no. Not, not while I was on the ship at least, but. That's fair, he had more important stuff to talk about. Yeah, plus you started singing, so. Right. You know, You're probably getting to it. It was now. going to be my next question for him, but. Ah, sorry. Jump the sorry. gun again. Yeah. It was it was 200 Ironlanders, right, that you had to count to? Or, well, we didn't mm-hmm. specify. Mm-hmm. Regardless, about three years ago now, so I was working for Torn mm-hmm. on the ship. He took me in as a girl. Cannoneer? Cannoneer. No, I mean, uh, really just repairing lookout. the ship. and uh, uh, Crow's Nest Lookout. No, I just repaired the ship. Oh. And I stole things. Okay. I helped steal things because I'm quite small and I was a girl, so I was often used as a decoy. Oh. You know, uh, a target would think that I was selling selling flowers or mm. selling fish. Mm-hmm. I looked like an urchin and I looked like I didn't have a place to stay, so... I was perfect for 
the fact that, you know, targets would come up to me and then we would pickpocket them. It was very easy. So you... Uh, it seemed... I don't know. You rolled with these guys for so long they were just sort of using you? No, no, no. I found real family with them. Mm. And real camaraderie and community. Mm. I didn't have a family and they were considered my family for a while. And I got really good at my tinkering. You know, I I came across this well, this, and she opens her pocket and she shows him this, the black iron. I came across this a while ago and I realized that I could use it to, well, I had been tinkering and I had been making, you know, small little creations, you know, with, with you know, iron and steel and with cork and with you know, all sorts of things. Making little figurines, making little things like Steg here. And I found out when I came across this, and it looks like unlike anything we've ever seen in these lands before. At this point, the firelight is reflecting off of the Starforged Black Iron that's in Pym's hand. Mm -hmm. And instead of normally reflecting the light back mm -hmm. it appears to refract it mm. almost and go into it and divide itself and refract itself mm. I figured out how to use this to make for example my friend here and Steg pops out and like you know winks at him and then pops back in the problem is, <clears throat> is that Torn picked up a new contact, a new client, and this was a large organization that wanted more and more and more of this iron. And so we shifted our operations to only finding this iron for them, either smuggling it or finding people who were mining it or what have you. And then one day, their contact noticed me and my tinkering. I thought I was alone, but apparently they saw me on the deck of the ship. And I was doing what I do, which is heating it up and making steak, really. That was the day I was making him. And apparently, the next day, I was on a cart heading north for the Veiled Mountains. Mm. I got sold out, basically. Mm. I was cargo in an agreement between Torn and this organization. And they held me there. They held me in a small cell in the Veiled Mountains. And they forced me to try to give unnatural life to their weapons. 
Mm. And I lied. For two years, I lied saying that I couldn't do it. And after a couple of months, they brought someone else to join me, someone else who was a tinkerer, but didn't know what I know. He was my collaborator and... So they were just grabbing people from all over. It would appear that way, but it was just the two of us while I was there and... At first, we were both in agreement that this is wrong. That it seems like this, what, this sect, this cult, this group of zealots, we found out that they want to, in their words, unite Skyrim. Unite Skyrim? Did I say Skyrim? What? Oh no! Where's... Why did I say Skyrim? Well, that's fine. We can let them worry about... That sounds like some other place. Role-playing is hard! That isn't even in this... Role-playing is really hard! Wherever that is, it sounds like it isn't part of this, you know, universe. Did I say Skyrim? (laughs) (laughs) I can't recover. I can't recover. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh. Wow. Listen, the universes are really similar and like it's cold in both places. It's cold, yeah. What are kind of, what's going on in Skyrim? What are sort of some of the problems over there? I would hate if like civil war was taking place or something. Oh, no. You know, there's dragons and stuff. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. We're going to get back into it. Oh, uh, yeah. These zealots yeah. want to unite the Ironlands. Oh. <laughs> the Ironlands. That's where we are. Yeah, yes. Okay. Forget what I said before. I'm not sure what, you know, I've been through a lot today. Yeah, it's, it's a lot on my mind. They want to unite the Ironlands. Mm-hmm. With Armies, perhaps, of what? Machinations, creations, I don't know. But after a while, this collaborator started buying into it all and started thinking that we should really try to figure it out. Hmm. And that's when I knew I had to leave. How did you escape? I waited till night Hmm. and I used sort of that same sleeping powder as I used uh, to exfiltrate. Yeah. I Hmm. put a couple of guards to sleep and I ran away and the problem is is that in the middle of the veiled mountains there's really nothing for a long time so I had to survive on my own but then I eventually made it to the ragged coast so so what I found out from Torn is that he continued to deal with these people and they continued to become more and more desperate for the Black Iron. They also sent an emissary who had 
thralls with him. The 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 same mm. people under what sort of spell? From the road and from from the road Trout and from exactly with the with the entirely black eyes. The nothing mm. eyes. And so he cut off ties with them. But he believes that I mean they were supplying so much of this black iron to them that he believes that they're up to something really dangerous with it. And So you You craft and make little stag and things but that Well the thing you don't know is that that causes I can compel him to do anything I want. Okay. I he is a shall we say a extension of my will and I m- make him do whatever I want really. So if you do that with a weapon, something really powerful, you could be capable of destruction. But you And lastly lastly Okay Lastly Yep Your Iron Blight situation, right? We know that it's because people are trying to do what I do with this. And she trying to indicates do what you the do. black iron. And they're failing. And, and they're releasing this blight. So... How do I know you're not also to make little stag and whatever unnatural, unliving things you want to give your will to? suppose we don't know that. I mean, I don't release gray powder into the air when I do it. (sighs) And it's successful. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that they're still trying and they're doing it wrong. Okay. They are still trying to make this work and maybe they're close to succeeding and maybe they're already succeeding. I think... That's so... uh, This is... This is big. This is so big. An, An army of... Stay with me. Stay with me, Dirk. Okay. You want to save your homeland, don't you? Of course I do. You want to stop the blight, right? Yeah. All that we need to do is head north, lay low, and just find out some more information. (sighs) Right? (sighs) Maybe we'll bring along some people with us. He's doing the him waft thing, isn't he? I'm just a little... It's just a lot that I... Inner fire. Inner fire. I OOC made myself lightheaded doing that. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Pim, I, I'm sure you can respect that that's a lot. But, you know... Your expertise and your, honestly, your heart and your generosity got me answers before. 
And that's enough for me. So that's fine. Practically now. What's our next step? There's so much heat on us in Windhaven. We're in this cove that we need to get back to mainland somehow first. And like you said, lay low. Who's getting us up to the... We have to get to the Veiled Mountains? Yes. Okay. I escaped from there. So I'm fairly certain I know the way. But it's a bit of a journey. And it would be helpful if we had horses. Or if we had a cart of some kind to take us up the road. Do we sneak back to the stables we left our horses at and just try to duck any heat from the guards? We've got, um, we've got Bardolph. He can help us. Right. He's, we can at least, he can shelter us perhaps for a night. But I don't want to bring any, if he's harboring us and we're criminals, he's going to get in trouble. And she takes out the map. Um, which is now has been very, uh, you know, waterlogged and, and a little withered. Oh, we have a map. We have a map. <laughs> oh. I think we just keep heading north. There's another settlement, a smaller city, as it were, that, you know, um, services Windhaven. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit farther north that is on the coast. And we can get there in about a day's time, I would say. I don't see this cove on this map, Pim. How do we... It's that... See that little bump? I feel like it's that. Oh. We must be here. Some hiding spot for Torn, huh? <laughs> but All I right. reckon... All right. I don't remember quite... I don't quite recall the name of this place, but... Okay. I know that... Well, Pirate's we, Cove? Well, this is Pirate's Cove. Yes, we're in Pirate's... <laughs> we're in Pirate's Cove. Um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, there's a miniature golf course that's close by here. Adventure golf? Perhaps, you know, there's (laughs) waterfalls and, you know, the wee little um, colored balls that you can hit with a stick. Sounds like a great escape. Try to get into a... Anyway, um, regardless, we're going to head north and we're going to go to this settlement. Okay. City, let's say. Town. Uh, and Dirk leans back with a big sigh, and he looks up at just a long, rocky overhang with some clear evening sky. Did I say clear evening sky? The clouds have parted since they've yeah. been talking and the rain yeah. stopped. <sighs> okay. Also... It's the two of us. We've gotten through a lot. But I don't know what sort of forces these guys have to bring to bear. We just got to be ready for anything. Sure. So let's head north. Let's go by different names. Okay. And let's try to find a way up to the Veiled Mountains. Hmm. Mm. Right? Rick 
Smellman. Rick. Rick Smellman. No? Sure. Porf. <laughs> Porf? You know? Yeah. Uh, okay, new names, new names, new names. <laughs> And by this point, Pim has taken her bedroll and just like gotten onto her pillow and just has decided to just rock sleep. sodgrass. <laughs> uh, backpack. Uh, uh, wood fire. Good night. I'm almost. I almost have yours. I almost have yours. Star. Tree bark. <laughs> and Pim and Dirk, eventually Dirk exhausts himself looking at things around the environment and making names of them. And they tuck into sleep. And they go to sleep. <gasps> we have to figure out what's going to happen. On are the we next en- are, we're ending there? We're ending there. We're ending there. Dang. Wow. Uh, wow. Uh... Ooh, awesome yeah, there's, a lot. <laughs> there's a lot there's a lot main questy main questy kind of seems main questy it kind of seems like we have a, a big bad to go storm the gates of oh my gosh <laughs> we'll see you guys next week see y'all next week bye Hey, Catherine here. Thanks for listening to Basement Fort. If you like what you heard, consider supporting the show at patreon.com slash basementfort. There you'll unlock behind-the-scenes content, exclusive perks, and access to our official Basement Fort community on Discord. See you next time.